Well, hey friends, Karis Snyder here and welcome to Carline Conversations. I come back to you from the car line and as always, before we jump into our conversation today, I just wanted to remind you of the places that you can find Carline Conversations. You can share it with your other Carline Mama friends. We are on Anchor, Apple, and Spotify. I love that I have the amazing opportunity to partner with KHCB, a radio station out of Houston, Texas. And every week on Wednesdays, I get to be part of their uplifted hour. That's at 10 a.m. And they have partnered with some podcasts to stream our content there. So make sure that you are following them. Again, that's KHCB keeping him close by and they have some amazing podcasts on there and it is truly an honor for me to just be a part of um, their show and to share with listeners there so you can find us there you can follow along with me in this car line life and all the other things that we as moms do right on facebook instagram and youtube at kara snyder and i have some freebies on my website for you right now at karasnyder.com c-a-r-i-s snider.com. Love for you to join my email family there and get free resources, encouragement, uh, prayer, just anything that you need as a mama. So here we are still in January. Y'all, as I look out my window, it is a dreary gray day. And I would almost guess that it looks that way wherever you might be in the car line today. And as I was sitting and preparing for this episode to share with you all, I started to wonder and think, are you a resolution person? Do you make resolutions? Do you do something different? Well, several years ago, I quit resolutions. I got to tell you, I just quit making them. I quit doing them. And I'll tell you why. And maybe you can relate. I found that when I would make a resolution, I would, you know, if it would be, I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to get in shape or I am going to run a half marathon, um, you know, something really big, typically by the middle of January, maybe the end of January, I was done. I would miss some days. Um, I, you know, like if it came to something like getting in shape, maybe I didn't go to the gym, maybe I uh, overslept. And then from that point, I just never got back on track, right? So I felt like I would make these big goals, these big plans. And January came and I never fulfilled it. I never, you know, did those things. So I needed something different. I wanted something different because making a resolution was not working for me. So a mentor of mine, a leader, I was within a business that I was in. We had a leader's retreat and we made a vision board. Some of you may have made vision boards. It was really fun. Actually, we had these big, you know, cardstock pieces of paper and she had all these magazines and we would just go through and she said, okay, I want you to think about this year ahead of you. And I want you to uh, think about what you would like to accomplish. And then around all those things, you know, we would put those pictures on that board. And then she would say, I want you to put a word for your year, a word focus for your year. And that really struck me to think, oh, wow. 
I could pick one word and then focus on the entire year, the process around the entire year to allow that word focus to help me to move forward, to grow, um, you know, to get out of my comfort zone a little bit. And it was mind blowing to me because I had never heard of picking a word focus for the year. But after that, I never looked back. And I have probably been picking a word for the year almost probably for about 10 years now. That's how life-changing it was for me. And some of the words that I have picked over the years has been things like new, new, doing new things. And I focus that around the scripture in Isaiah 43 about God doing a new thing. And by picking that word, I pushed myself to be open to new opportunities, to doing things in a new way. And it was incredible what I saw just by focusing my perspective to look on new things. One year, this may have been one of the first or second years of picking a word, it was fearless. Fearless. Do you ever, as a mama or even just as a woman, find fear paralyzing you and crippling you and trying to steal life from you? That's where I was. And if you have heard any of these podcasts in the past, you know, I've shared some of my story with you all about depression and anxiety and just the crippling fear and shame that I had to work through my life and overcome. And picking fearless was really hard and really, it was really scary talking about fear to kind of just begin to do life afraid, to just face the fear to fear less, to not let the fear stop me and to work through the fear. Um, And that was a really big year for me just to kind of begin to learn how to push through fear. So those two words were really, you know, those were big words for me last year. And when I say last year, depending on when you're listening to this episode, the word that I picked was bold. I wanted to be more bold in my faith. I wanted to share more truth. You know, the world is pushing lots of confusing messages to our kids and to to other women that we're around, causing doubt, causing others to, to wonder, you know, things about themselves and their purpose. And, and I, I knew God was calling me to be more bold in sharing His truth. So these are some of the words that I have picked. So maybe you're saying to yourself, I like this idea. I don't want to do resolutions anymore. You know, typically by the end of January, I think it's 20%, close to 20% of people have quit their resolution. They're done because they've had so many days where they just didn't make it. And then by the end of the year, I think the number is only about 40% of people keep their resolutions. It's not very many. So if you're ready to quit your resolution, you're ready to move forward and pick a word for the year. How do you do this? What are some steps you can take? So I'm going to share with you steps that I take that help me. People, there are many people who do this differently. This is the process that I use and hopefully it's simple enough that you can apply this to your life. And now you may be saying, wait a minute, we are halfway through January. How can I do this? How can I pick a word for the year? How can I just start over? Well, because you can. Uh, There is no rule book. There's no written rule anywhere that if you don't do this at the beginning of January, then you can't do it. 
you can you can take that resolution that maybe you are have quit, have stopped, rip it up, throw it away, get out a piece of paper and start new. His grace, His mercies are new for us every morning. So if He can give us that newness, that new grace, that new mercy, we can start new again. We can start afresh. It doesn't matter when you're listening to this. You know what? It may be June in the middle of the year and you're like, you know what? What I've been doing hasn't been working, so I'm going to shift. I'm going to change. I'm going to do about face, and I'm going to start again. So this is your starting again point. It doesn't matter what day it is, but today is a brand new day, brand new perspective for you. So very quickly, how do you pick a word for the year? Well, first of all, we want to pray. We want to ask God. We want to seek Him and say, God, how do you want me to grow this year? What do you want me to focus on? What areas do I need to let go And begin to just seek him about that word. And you can even seek him about a word in his word. Hebrews 4.12 tells us that his word is active and sharper than any double-edged sword. So go to his word in prayer. Seek God's direction. So next, you want this word to be something that's going to challenge you. Now, for example, if you are great at time management, time management does not need to be your word for this year. So what is going to be challenging for you? Is it getting uncomfortable, surrender, trust, being fearless, looking for new things? Um, Is it, is your word something, you know, that you need to focus around your finances, around your time, around mental health? What is going to challenge you to change? What is going to challenge you to change your habits, to get out of old ways and to get into new ways? By doing that, it's going to put you into a place where you can grow. Now, this next one, it's going to sound a little crazy, but this is what we need to do. We want this word focus for the year to be a little scary. We want it to be a little scary when we think about it, when we say it out loud. We want to feel like we, we might want to throw up a little bit in our mouth as we think about this word focus because we know it is going to get us out of our comfort zone. It's going to cause us to grow. It's going to cause us to work through a process to change and to do things differently. So what is a word? What is a word focus for you this year? When you think about it, you're like, oh, that's bigger than me. And that's where God wants us. He wants us to have a word bigger than ourselves because we are no longer depending on what we can do through ourselves. We are depending on what He can do and will do through us. And the last thing that we want to do when we pick this word focus is we want to be gracious to ourselves. That's one thing that I found in a word focus. A resolution didn't offer me grace when I messed up or I made a mistake or I didn't get it right every single day. A word focus allows there to be grace. Listen, you're not going to get this, the hang of this, probably in the first couple of weeks, maybe in the first month. It may be several months down the road and you are finally in your process. Be gracious to yourself. Lay out baby steps. Lay out a process to do this so that you are giving yourself room to make change, to get out of your comfort zone to do things differently, and to allow room in there for God to be strong, strong through your weakness, to allow God to show up and to say, here I am, trust me, lean on me, and let me guide you, and I'll take you on a ride that is beyond what you can think or imagine. You know, Ephesians 3.20 tells us that God will do beyond what we can think or ask or imagine. So we want to pray 
about this word. We want it to be challenging for us. We want it to scare us just a little. And we want to be gracious to ourselves in this word focus process. And then at the end of the year, you can reflect, you can look back, you can say, okay, what all did I learn this year? How did I grow? What were some things that were done differently? What were victories that I had over the year? And by doing that, you're going to find encouragement. You're going to find growth and you're going to see that God is moving. And I think back to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart, Lean not on your own understanding and all your ways. Acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. He will direct you on this, on trying something new, on doing something different in this new year. So you may be asking yourself, I wonder what Karis's word is for 2023. Well, it took me a couple of weeks to figure this out. And I, I really felt like this was what God was calling me to in the beginning of January. But I was scared to say it out loud. And then I knew this is it. This is the word. And my word focus for 2023 is growth. I know that God is calling me to grow. I want to grow. I want to grow in my relationship with him. There's things that I need to grow at uh, business-wise, even in, in doing podcast things, how to how to grow, how to reach more mamas, how to welcome them in our community, grow in, in uh, speaking and in my writing skills, grow as a friend, as a wife, as a mom, um, growth in just opportunities to have uh, different platforms to, to reach people, not just in areas that I know, but in areas that, that I don't know. Um, so growth is my word focus for the year. I would love for you to share in the comments what your word focus is or reach out to me on social media or through uh, email and let me know what your word focus is for the year so that we can pray for one another and we can do what God has called us to do. So I hope that this is encouraging and helpful for you in this new year. Um, If you are looking for resources, don't forget, I have a devotional for adults, Anxiety Elephants, 31-day devotional to help you stomp out your anxiety. Have one for kids, a 90-day devotional for our tween boys and girls to help them with their anxiety. I have a picture book coming. I have a car line mom devotional coming, friends. I'm so excited about that coming in the fall. We'll talk more about that later. And if you are looking for a speaker or a certified life coach, reach out. I would love to connect with you and see if I would be a good fit for you for your event. I want you to know that I am praying for you. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for joining me in the car line and I'll talk to you soon.